Hello, and welcome to another episode of Alcoholitics. I am your host, Bad. I'm joined by my co-host, Evil. Evil, how are you? <laughs> that was a thinker, right? A little bit. It took a little bit. I'm alright, how are you? I'm okay. I am Terrain Myricks. I'm joined by my co-host, Katrina Myricks. Uh, Katrina, are you excited for this weekend? Yeah. What are we doing this weekend? Going to New Jersey. All right, now tell people why you're excited because <laughs> no one's ever been excited because they're, quote, going to New Jersey. Annual Taking Back Sunday holiday show. Yes, yes, yes. I'm very excited. Hotel there... with a pool. Hotel with a pool. I have a waterproof phone case now <laughs> so I can take my phone into the pool. Yeah. So I'm going to do, do some uh, tweets underwater. <laughs> Just underwater tweeting, you know me. Mm-hmm. Um, are, is there any song that you hope that they play? And controversially, is there any song that you hope that they don't play? No, nah, I really don't care. No, nah, <laughs> you're like I don't know. Taking back, I, don't, I like Taking Back Sunday, but I'm not like passionate about Taking Back Sunday. How so, dare you? Yeah. How dare you say that to me? Yeah. I could end this podcast right now and and never speak to you again. How about you, Terrain? I will. What do you want to hear? What do you don't want to hear? So you're, you're asking me that like I asked you so that you'd ask uh-huh. me, which is not what happened. Um, I really want to hear... Um, I don't know. I, I, I really want to hear um, uh, the the opener from Tell All Your Friends. I believe it's called You Know How I Do. I don't remember if that's what it's called, but I believe that's what it's called. So in my heart, I, I think that's what it is. <laughs> um, but I really want to hear that opener. And then I'm game for them to play anything. Um but that's the one I really, really want to hear. Because I know they open... It is called You Know How I Do. I'd lift it up. Um, they, they usually... I know that a lot of shows, they open with that. Do they? Yeah. Some, well, I think pre-Tidal Wave, they opened with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really hoping that I get to hear that, I get to hear that. Even if they don't open with it. I also really want to hear them do ex- Existentialism on Prom Night. Because they've done that... Yeah, um, they've done that where we were there. Yeah. yeah. I want to hear them do it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, that'd be dope. I would also like to hear it when Adam knows how it goes and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that would be, that would be, uh, yeah. But I, that's, that's what I really want to hear. And there's something I don't want to hear. Yeah. Um, ooh, also, um, like the B-sides from, um, from Louder Now, like Sleep or Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. I want to hear those. You might not hear those. I won't hear those. <laughs> or follow the format. I want to hear that too. I won't hear that either. But those are some. <laughs> those are some. Let's get into what we're here to talk about, though, which is politics, as we are on alcoholics. I, myself, am drinking. You are not tonight. Is that right? That is right, sir. <laughs> okay, ma'am. Uh, yeah, so you're, you're taking it easy tonight. You're... Yeah, I don't really want to drive tomorrow with uh, any sort of hangover. So, so you have agreed on tape that you are driving tomorrow. No. You said I don't want to drive tomorrow. Like, be with any sort of anger for a drive. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I think you should drive tomorrow because I think you'll be more hungover and tired on Saturday night. What do you say? Sunday. 
because you will be having probably more drinks. I don't know if you can prove that. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so let's move on to our, um, to the news of the week. Um, before we move on to um, our main topics, we're going to cover some quick news. A segment we call quick news. <laughs> Cue sound effects. <laughs> we just have two items. Um, uh, item number one, President Trump um, attacked again Greta Thunberg, the uh, climate activist of age 16 that has um, been awarded Times Person of the Year. Yeah, because he was jealous. Yes, because he was je- he. Well, he didn't, didn't he have that, like, fake time cover hanging in one of his, uh... Yeah. Yeah. So, obviously, he wasn't a huge fan of her being named, uh, Time Person of the Year because he thinks it should be him. Mm. Uh, Laura Ingraham, um, thinks it should be Devin Nunez. So, a lot of people having <laughs> some... A lot of people having some real bad ideas. Um, so, he told Greta that she should, um, you know... Get anger management, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, President, one of the largest like children I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, she. <laughs> he he told her that she should get anger management and she should chill with a friend and watch a good old fashioned movie. Last time he attacked her, he uh, she put it in her Twitter bio. Yep. So she, of course, informed. Her Twitter bio is now a teenager working on her anger management problem, currently chilling and watching a good old-fashioned movie with a friend. <laughs> yeah, she's funny. She's very funny. She's very, very funny. Um, I love that she has to like deal with a like a 70-plus-year-old baby who's like, I'm the leader of the free world, but I still want to take down this child. I also want to give a big old shout-out to... The first lady of the United States who has the Be Best campaign about uh, not bullying people online. <laughs> right. Um, just... and, and that thing about Baron. Oh, yes. She was very, very upset that Baron was mentioned during the impeachment uh, impeachment hearings by yeah. one of the one of the professors. That was crossing a line because he was a child. Right. Cool. How old is he? I don't know. I feel like he's around 16. I don't think he is. Right? I don't know. He's huge. Is he? He's taller than Donald. Is he? Well, oh, wow. I bet that, I bet that's not great for Donald. (laughs) (laughs) I did not know that he was taller than Donald. I don't know shit about him. He was born in 2006, so he's not. He's 13. He's like 13. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's um, not that far. To be fair, 16. to be fair, if a thirteen-year-old got national notoriety for criticizing the president, you could almost set your watch to when the president is going to online bully them. Online bully that child. Yes, <laughs> for sure. And then you could throw your watch out of the window because Melania Trump won't say shit. Mm. So cool. Um. Also wanted to just briefly, briefly mention the ad that the Trump War Room tweeted where Donald Trump was photoshopped over Thanos from Avengers Endgame. And I... (laughs) It was done at the moment 
that Thanos snapped his fingers and literally nothing happened. <laughs> I just want to say wholeheartedly, don't be so fucking stupid. If you're gonna do it, do it in the first movie when he snaps his fingers and fucking kills everybody. <laughs> and fucking murders everyone. Don't do it in the second one. Where in the ad they put the clink sound showing that nothing happened. <laughs> I'm like, you guys are setting yourself up for anyone to pummel you in any way with that ad. Oh my god, it's so fucking stupid. I mean, he essentially showed like even just the premise of the ad at all. Oh my god, he's either like is him murdering like politicians he doesn't like. Like that is that is the that's the best that's the best case scenario for him. He's seen as the guy who killed everyone. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like you know what Thanos trying to do? Kill half the world. Sorry, half the universe. But mm-hmm. even then, I think he's like fine with that. So that's fine. Yeah. But but don't do it when he doesn't actually do anything. When he loses, you put him out of yourself losing. <laughs> Motherfucker. And I, and I know that you I I told I would talk to you a bunch about this. Right. And it was like a terrain let's do something else kind of situation this isn't quick news i could talk about this for days yes i think listeners know that as ah well. they should fucking they should let's move on to our first topic it's probably gonna be a shorter one because people hate it it's not like people don't like to listen to this one but articles of impeachment mm-hmm. <laughs> um the house judiciary committee um, approved two articles of impeachment, sent it to the House with a vote of 23 to 17. Would have been 24 to 17. Um, however, Ted Lieu, um, a congressman from California, and uh, more specifically, uh, Western Los Angeles, as well as parts of Beverly, Beverly Hills. That's where I want to be. I knew you were going to say <laughs> Living... <laughs> Living in Beverly Hills, also Santa Monica, Bel Air, and Palos Verde. Well, a lot of us. Um, but he was recovering um, from surgery that he received after uh, having a heart procedure. Yeah. Sorry. For a blocked artery. Right, 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 right. So, and the best to Ted Lou. Um, he would have voted in the affirmative. Um, so it would have been 24th, 17, all along party lines. No one crossed party to do anything. Mm-hmm. So this is going to move to the full House of Representatives. There will likely be a vote next week. Wednesday. Wednesday next week. Wednesday, the don't know what. 2018th. 2018. Wednesday, 2018. It's a week before Christmas. Yes, and Merry Christmas to all and to all a good impeachment. Um, Katrina, what did you think um, about the uh, articles uh, the, the articles of impeachment vote um, from the Judiciary Committee vis-a-vis? Uh, was there any, did you think of anything like... The fact that no one crossed party lines, not one person from one side went to the other, was this pretty much what you assumed was going to happen? And how do you think it's going to go in the full House of Representatives? Uh, Did we talk about the charges last week? I don't remember. I believe we talked about the charges last week. If not, it was 
Um, one was uh, cr- uh, obstructing Congress. Obstructing Congress, and the other was abuse of office. Okay. Yeah. Am I correct? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay. I just wanted to get that out there. Um, I thought that we said it last week. If I could not, be wrong. I don't we said it. Abuse of power and obstruction of Congress. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is exactly what I thought would happen. I mean. I didn't think any Republicans of the Judiciary Committee were going to vote right. for this at all. Did you? No, 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 no. There was no one there that... Honestly, I don't know of any Republicans in the House that have a spine. So, yeah. no. Do you think any Republicans will vote yes? No. No. And the only Republican that would vote yes stopped being a Republican. Yeah. So, I think that we're in a situation where um, we are going to see... Um, here's the thing. Here's where it's going to be more difficult. The Republicans aren't the ones that seem to think they need to pivot more to the center. Yeah. yeah. It's the Democrats that seem to think. It's always the Democrats. It's always the Democrats that seem to think they need to pivot to the center to, to, uh, you know, hold, like, to Mm -hmm. to hold. So I think it's less likely that you're going to see... Well, we already know two Democrats are not going to... There are 10 to 12 that are up in the air. Mm-hmm. There are two that you can name that well, probably... I, I can't name I them. can. <laughs> there are two that I can name that are probably not going to vote to impeach the president. There are what, the uh, as Republicans say, 10 to 12 that could be swayed. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're still looking at it passing the House... But you're looking at it being weakened in the in the full vote of the House by, you know, centrist Democrats who are in centrist districts that they're afraid of their races. What do you think it's going to look like if a, a bunch of Democrats, even I'd say even five Democrats, break ranks and vote against impeaching the president? What do you think that looks like as a as a whole? To me, it doesn't... Wow. What do you think it looks like to the nation, not to you? I don't... I don't fucking care. Sorry, fine, fine. What do you think it looks like to you? <laughs> Never mind. I I, I, have, I have made a mistake. To me, I... Feels like I made a mistake. Like, like I, I feel like you're asking, like, does it make the case look weaker or whatever? Yes. And I don't think that's a thing. Like, it's just not... I, people have their minds made up already... Before it even started, before they heard any evidence, but we all already had our minds made up, I think. So, I don't don't think it matters to anyone. I really don't think it matters to anyone that just the the Republicans will be like, use it as a thing to try to make it seem like our case is weaker, but like, who is that going to sway? I have a question. Who does that sway? Tell me the person that sways. I have a question then. You pushed for impeachment well before I did. Yep. So my question is... Because it was is, the right thing to do. Okay, so this is all about it being the right thing to do. We're going to send this to the Senate. No one's, no one's going to give a shit. We're all going to... Well, like, I mean, we yeah, we've known this entire time that the Senate is going to not convict him. So. Right, right, right. I, and I, I agree. So I really just don't see why 10 out of 200 Democrats... Matters. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's my thought. Uh, I will think negatively of those Democrats, but doesn't, I don't think it changes the case for really anybody. Mm-hmm. I'd love to meet the person who's like, oh, I think he, maybe he should be impeached, but oh, those 10 Democrats said he shouldn't. 
I'm gonna ignore what the 220 other Democrats said and like, yeah, it's just like, who is that? Who is that person? I'd like to beat that voter. Yes. (laughs) Like a lot of undecided, like quote undecided voters unquote. I would very much like to meet. I feel like like, to be undecided, or are you just not telling people what's going on? Or do you just not not that hard? Or do you just not pay any attention and not care? You have to pay. See, but that's the thing. You have to live in such ignorance that you, like, how do you tune out everything? I don't think it's possible to tune out literally everything. I feel like that's very difficult. I don't know. I think it's How do you do it? Do we if, do it? Listen, listen. If I wasn't with you, if I didn't get news alerts on my phone. Which wouldn't happen if you weren't with me. Possibly. <laughs> I I wouldn't ever watch news on TV. I wouldn't watch news online. You wouldn't have watched I, some of the impeachment hearings that we watched yes. together. Yes, I uh, wouldn't unbeknownst have to that. you. <laughs> the fucking judicial speeches that were happening. Judiciary Committee speeches. I loved it. Yeah, it was terrible. Um, <laughs> I, I could absolutely see not having any of this. Any? Oh, yeah. Like, but any. And, but and, if you don't seek it out, how do you get it? But... How? But see, you're you're giving this like situation where you weren't with me and you're not seeing. You'd still look at some of this. You'd still have this genuine like. A uh, this is part of like, even if you're not. Uh, so are you saying we're talking just impeachment, right? We're not talking about. Yeah. Yeah. All, okay. 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 That that makes more sense. I think that makes more sense to just not care about impeachment, but like. You know, possibly care about other things because I know I'm like I'm like I know you're passionate about other parts of politics. Maybe not this one. <laughs> and yeah, I'm like, and there's it's... no way you'd be in the dark on all of it. No, it's, but sometimes it's just better for like your mental health to not pay attention to because it's not nothing is good right now for my personal politics. So yeah, it's hard. Supreme Court saying that women have to. Listen to those ultrasounds and heartbeats. Yeah. Was that Ladies. Kentucky or Kansas? It, One of the K's. My, uh, was it? I literally was like, oh, is that Ohio? Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I usually think when something terrible is happening like that, it's it's Ohio. Sorry, Ohio. I have family in Cleveland, uh, so I can say that. Um, uh, so, so as we move to the um, stage where the House is going to deliberate, and um, vote on articles of impeachment. We, we we're not we're probably not looking at any Republicans jumping over, right? Mm-hmm. We're we've seen we have Justin Amash who Justin Amash mm-hmm. <laughs> who uh, is has declared his independence from the Republican Party. Yep. Um. So he's only gonna vote for this, but still vote for every fucking bill they want. Um, so we'll be, he'll, he'll be on the, he'll be on the side of the Democrats, but other than that, nothing. Um, you don't know of any, um, any (laughs) Democrats that, like, on, off name, you don't know any that are probably going to vote for, uh, No, I know I read their names before, I just didn't. The two that we, the two that were made, um, the two that, uh, were named were Jeff Van Drew from the great state of New Jersey, which we will be in tomorrow. 
uh, and Colin Peterson from the great state of Minnesota. I want everyone to keep a lookout for that piece of shit Dan Lipinski who might just fucking fuck this up. I just think we all should be prepared for Dan Lipinski to be an asshole. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and regardless of how he votes, like, let's get him out of there. <laughs> um, what do you think going on, uh, going to the Senate? Who do you think, um, what do you think the Senate trial is going to be like? I, like I said uh, last time, I have no idea. I would say, um, news reports and Mitch McConnell himself has essentially been saying that they've been the, 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 Senate majority, which are Republicans, have been coordinating with the Trump, uh, with the Trump defense. Mm-hmm. So you're going to see a lot of, like, that's pretty, that's incredible to, to say out loud. Yeah. You are a juror yep. on a trial. Mm-hmm. And you are essentially saying, we are looking for leadership to the defendant. Yep. <laughs> That's that's pretty fucking incredible. Wow, I wonder if anything will happen. I can't imagine it as an animal. My thing is, I want to see if any of the Republicans that the 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 ones that can be swayed, or the ones that may be swayed, or whatever, because they're the ones who will be able to do this. um, Compel the likes of like John Bolton to testify. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I think that that is a possibility, though unlikely. I would say my my view of this whole thing, and then we can just leave it here, is we're going to go to the Senate. The Senate's going to rubber stamp the president as cool. Um, no one's going to break ranks, both the Democrats and the Republicans. Actually, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if fucking Joe Manchin was like, I quit! <laughs> Um, so, uh, but other than that, I don't think there's any surprises. Nope. And we're going to move on to the election. But, you know, we will see what goes on. But in the meantime, let's move on to, um, our next topic. It's a lot shorter, I think. Um, the UK election. Um, the... People of the UK have decided, and they want Bojo. Mm. It is time for Alexander Boris de Feffel Johnson to take his super rightful place as the Prime Minister. Now, he was the Prime Minister, but he was not elected to be the Prime Minister until now. You understand? Right. Well, they don't really elect prime ministers. No, they don't. They elect they elect um, the parliament, and the parliament chooses who the prime minister is. But there, there's a lot of talk about uh, about Bojo. Yeah. Of he's he's not like he's the prime minister, but like he hasn't actually earned a mandate. He's yeah. earned one. Yes. yes um, however, it's important to note um, when looking at the results, and I am looking at them from Wikipedia. Uh, it's looking like, you know what, never mind. No, he's earned a mandate. It, it, it's very clear. He didn't get a uh, 50% margin from um, the electorate. However, the, the and 
Kim Jong He's not getting it. It's the it's the party. Mm-hmm. Um, the late the Conservative Party forty three point six percent. Next highest, obviously, Labor Party thirty two point one. Um, a seven point nine negative swing for them. They dropped. They dropped a bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, Lib Dems eleven point six and uh, Nicholas Surgeon's uh, SNP. Uh, they're up 0.9 with 3.9 because mm-hmm. they're they're the Scottish National Party. They're chilling in Scotland. Um, and that's if the people who voted Lib Dem went Labour, then this. But that's not how they're not trying to turn their country into a two-party system. I know, and but no one like, should ask them to. That's I think from what I saw about the race, and obviously we don't get a lot of news about. UK election. I have the BBC on my phone. Oh, okay. Um, you know, <laughs> if you look at, like, polling, the country was not for Brexit. They're for keeping... Well, if you look at the Brexit yeah, vote, yeah, yeah. the country since was then, since then, for Brexit. Since then. Um, what's their health? The NHS. NHS, yeah. They are behind supporting the NHS. Both of those well, things... Well, Brexit's supposed to give the NHS more money. It I, said so on a bus. Yeah, but I think they know that's not true now. Mm. Um, Weird. Buses lie? <laughs> Go ahead. Um, Jesus. What? I lost my train of thought! I'm sorry. <laughs> Talking about fucking buses. But then they ended up voting... Like, the conservatives got the majority of the vote, even though the will of the people is... Very much in favor against Brexit for NHS, yeah. whereas the Conservatives are for Brexit against the NHS, and those to are be, two of the important issues, like two of the yeah, most important. But to be fair, parties. it's also because the Labour Party is led by someone who yes. wasn't very uh, staunch in no. the stance for Remain. Yes, Jeremy, because Cor- personally, he's not a he. He was he was leave before. Leave was a thing. Like, like that's what I read, like, that he, like, in, in the past was anti-EU, didn't want to be a part of that. So now when this whole thing happens, he has to just kind of be quiet. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't, he's not passionate about staying because he's not actually passionate about staying. Do you think, and I, I, I know this is like a, this is a complete non we are from America, we don't know the politics of there. Do you think this is the death knell for... The Jeremy Corbyn leadership. Yeah, he said he's resigning. Did he say it? I got an update today that said he will resign from the leadership role. Yeah, he fucking should. I didn't get that update or I didn't pay attention to it. Yeah. Um, I'm almost positive I got it from NBC News today. I cleared my stuff, so can't prove it. I am not seeing it um, anywhere... Uh, the one thing I see is a BBC quote, I did everything I could to lead labor. Hmm. I mean, did you? Um. Yeah, I, I, I don't have it anymore, so I can't prove it to you. I mean, you probably would have it. Yeah, maybe. Because you don't ever clear any of your alerts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Jeremy Corbyn will resign his lever oh. later. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. got it? No, I'm looking at it online now. Okay. Um, so yeah, I he is it. resigned. Because I'm like, I'm like, I didn't see it, and that to me was baffling. Yeah. Because I'm like, this motherfucker. They. Like, who is he? 
Obama in his entire term losing everything, including all of the... <laughs> oh, uh, when Obama became the president, he actually um, lost a lot of House seats and state governor, state governor seats and um, state House and Senate controls. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was the president. Jeremy wasn't anything. Yeah. And then he lost all that. Yeah, I think I think labor really just, and they seem to always struggle. Like, uh, at least the last like decade. Well, hang labor, on the last the last election they made a bunch of they made huge inroads. No, 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 that go- which is why Jeremy get got to stay as the leader because they came close to taking some. Stuff. But I don't think anybody who's really passionate about about Jeremy. You I know, disagree. I I think it's more about. They really didn't like Theresa May and the way the country was going. Um, Yeah. Do you think, and I know, again, uh, red alert, this is a nonsensical question. I'm asking to an American. Do you think this has any, any, any um, ramifications or just kind of like insight on how... The American elections will go well, in 2020. I think... I remember thinking in 2016. Um, I remember when the Brexit campaign was going. And it seemed... <clears throat> I think it, it seemed like it was going to lose. There would be no Brexit. We all thought it was kind of silly. Because like UKIP and Boris Johnson and his bus and all that other dumb shit was happening and and it's Nigel ridiculous. Farage was there, yeah. the leader of UKIP. Um, Just a bunch of like racism. Now he's the leader of the Brexit party. I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Literally just straight up racist. And it was like, it was, I thought it was shocking that Brexit passed. Um, yeah. And then at the same time we were all thinking there's no way Donald Trump is going to get elected. A couple months later. A couple months later he does. So... I kind of thought, when I looked back on that after it happened, I'm like, I wonder if... Because then across the world, nationalism was rising, um, mm-hmm. conservative, right-wing stuff. That all started rising on that same time. And both of those are very nationalist things. Donald Trump and Brexit are very nationalist. So, um, yeah. yeah, looking back, I thought that was a predictor. So it's kind of scary to look at this because Boris Johnson is mocked across the UK constantly. Yeah. He is a joke. He's a joke. He's a joke. And then we have Donald Trump, mm. who we all also look at as a joke and is constantly mocked across this country. So it's really scary. I will I it's will really say this. Scary. I agree that it's really scary. We'll say this um I looked at the, because um, <laughs> I'm a fucking nerd, I looked at the UK opinion polling before the election, leading up to the election, and it was pretty clear conservatives were going to win yeah. it was just about how much. I don't think it told you how much, like how badly they were going to shellack the Labour Party, um, but... They it was pretty clear that labor was sorry that labor is going to lose, it, and I think 
if you're looking at polling in America now, you're seeing polling that shows that Donald Trump is underwater. And though I don't think that it is a reason to, like, celebrate, it's over, and we got this, and let's move on, um, I do think it is a reason to have hope and push. Yeah? I think it's... I think part of the reason... I think a big part of the reason Boris Johnson won is because of his opponent not being strong strong enough, charismatic enough, you know, like charming enough to get caring enough about what was happening. Yeah, to get the people. the big thing that's on the mind of the UK is Brexit and Jeremy Corbyn did not exude a guy who was remain. Yeah. So it, I just hope whoever we elect has that Obama nominate appeal. Yeah. yeah, yeah, nominate. Sorry, I was trying to You're right, you're right. Nominate for the primary. Um, has that, uh, like, Obama type appeal that really gets people out there. Because yeah. we need somebody like that. I think, uh, I don't know. I think all of our candidates have the ability all of our candidates who are still in it, possibly, have the ability Tulsa to Gavin. do that. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, I don't... You know what? Honestly, I think Tulsi could get people out to vote, but I just don't like her, so fuck her. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. All right. But, I yeah. Was, I, I was, I was we just, we need shit. somebody keeping us energized, excited, and hopeful, so... Maybe we need to get through the nomination process without being destroyed <laughs> to still have some hope. When you say without being destroyed, what does that mean? Like, emotionally? <laughs> like, like, what does that mean? Do you think that, like, we need to take less shots at each other? Do we... Like, how do we get through the nomination process without being destroyed? Because we have people that we want, we have people that we don't necessarily want, we have people that we definitely don't want, and we take shots at those people... But those people sometimes have a better shot at being the nominee. Should we chill out on those shots? What What do you mean? I'm... That's not what I'm really talking about. Okay. I'm talking about if we as a people... Yeah, yeah, yeah. ...can survive this nomination process <laughs> with our, like, minds intact. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. That's what I mean. Like, if, if we're all just burnt out because this goes on until... When's the convention? June, July? Oh, here we go. And it's a floor fight, and it's just like... I just want it to be resolved. I got some bad I know news. we've got a lot longer, and it probably will be like that, but I just... People are going to burn out. I got that. some bad news for you. Mm -hmm. There's a floor fight coming. I know. The amount of people that are running, mm -hmm. no one has... the Seemingly, the, the, uh, the numbers to get to... Where they need to so that they are for sure nominated. Mm -hmm. So, it's time for a floor flight. Oh, sorry. Four. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's time for a floor fight. A floor fight. A floor fight. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. <laughs> um, let's move on to our next topic. Speaking of our uh, Democratic primary. Um, 
reports uh, circulated about Joe Biden potentially taking the one-term pledge. You want to explain that? Um, that he would only serve one term if elected. That's right. That he would only serve one term if elected president of the United States. Mm-hmm. I will let you lead. What do you... Excuse me. What do you think about this? Do you think it is... I think if we have to have... You go. You go. Yeah. If we have to have Joe Biden as our nominee, (laughs) then this is the best case scenario. Yeah. Yeah. Because he gonna be old as fuck. (laughs) He gonna be old as fuck. Yes. He gonna be old AF. Yeah. And I I mean, personally, it's going to be easier for me to stomach voting for him if I know he'll only be there one term. Yeah. Keep in mind, he's 77 now. Yeah. So he would be 88... 82, 83 by the end of his first term. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry. I forgot we we're just so, assuming he's going to win. So if he if he were to do two terms, he'd be there until like 86, 87. That's too what? fucking old. That is too, he's almost, he'd be almost 90. That's too fucking old. Bomb the sky. <laughs> Joe, you need to sit down. Yes. Bomb the sky. So I do think, I don't think it's going to encourage anybody to vote for him in the primary. Really? No. Ooh, it doesn't change. We differ. Here's the th- here's we the- differ. Okay, let me fucking talk. <laughs> yeah, I was. I just wanted to sing that. Sing it. Go. Okay. Um, I don't think if if you like Joe, you're probably supporting Joe at this point because it's the easy choice. I think it's those of us. Wow. Really. Oh, that sounds super insulting, but okay. If you like him, why aren't you supporting him? I'm just saying. I like a lot of people I don't support. I don't, even, I don't support but Joe Biden. But he's the easy one to support if you like him. Because okay. he's the front runner and all your polls show that he's got the best. So wait, my him. polls? Your polls. I'm your polls. polls. Yours. Uh, I don't you remember. You never shut up about him. <laughs> but I would think, I'm saying, I think most people. What the fuck was that? Most people who are supporting other candidates, like, it's, it's screwing me up again, Jesus. Yeah. It'll be easier. They're not going to switch from their candidate unless their candidate drops out. I think that's most the way things are going. Do you think um, that it possibly puts Joe Biden on the second choice of some people? Who... He's already the second choice of people because. Well, he, I know he's the second choice of some people, but like, you know, let's say Bernie Sanders. Yeah. I'm assuming the second choice of that person is Elizabeth Warren. However, eh, you honestly, but if polls you have look, showed they're not. Yeah, polls have actually showed it's Joe Ber- Biden, which it's is Ber- crazy. It's Bernie. Bernie supporters are no, pissy. No, 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 they no, no. Pissy. Don't say, no, no, They're pissy. I need you to stop. Pissy, pissy. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Listen, Bernie supporters, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I didn't say anything. Yeah. She's doing it. I may, like, pretty much agree, but she's doing it. The, no. the polls show that the majority of Bernie's supporters if he were to drop out, would go to Biden. And I don't think this really matters to Bernie supporters because he is also old as fuck. Old and they want him for two terms, uh, too. Kelsey, so. I was going to ask you. My my thing was, do you think that um, a one-term pledge for some of these candidates would be 
beneficial. I think that it would be for for Joe Biden. Uh, I I believe that it would be beneficial for Joe Biden because a lot of people really want to get the cancer out of the White House, yeah. right? They want to get uh, Donald Trump and his corrupt fucking like mob style nonsense out of the White House. Mm-hmm. And then they also don't necessarily want Joe Biden to be president for a while. Yeah. So this is their, like, one, two. They get him out, and then they get to elect someone else four years later. Yes. I think that that, um, others can use this as a possibility. However... I don't really think it's necessary for others just because I think part of the reason that this is necessitated, is that a word? Uh, is because Joe Biden sucks. And people See, don't. See, I was going to say it's because Joe Biden's age. It has not been because Joe Biden sucks, because Joe Biden's age. I don't that, think. I, I think that 70 plus candidates should be thinking about this. 70 plus candidates who, be, who are thinking, I want to be, even. even Bernie Sanders, who's like, I want to be the progressive champion president. I want to become the president, be a progressive champion, and in my vice presidency install a younger, same champion as me, who can take the reins when I'm done. I think that it would be super beneficial for some of these candidates to pick out these like th- this specific block i think that they can do it i think that for some people the age of a candidate does matter and if they're able to you're this intense there if if they're able to show i'm not gonna i'm here to write the ship the ship is fucked I'm here to write the ship, and then I'm giving the ship to the next guy. I think that's important. I don't think that fits with the other candidates' narratives, and I don't think that uh, it is beneficial to them, because like I said, I don't think this actually changes anyone's primary vote. I think this is beneficial to Biden in the general that he's probably going to be in. Um, But I think Biden's message from the start has really been about getting trump out that's like been his main campaign message that's not which resonates with every right but that's not bernie's main campaign message that that's he fair. wouldn't have been running in 2016 if that that's was fair. his main that's very he's fair. got a long-term goal for this country that has nothing to do with donald trump and Agreed. everything to do with things that were in place before donald trump but wouldn't, and i but, think that warren is similar in that it's it's not just about Donald Trump, there are a. She's got so many plans that she wants to get through, and she probably needs more than four years to do them. Yeah, hashtag so. she's got a plan for that. But don't you think that as Bernie Sanders's plan is not just ousting Donald Trump, but ensuring a more progressive nation? Do you not think that it's possible that he would look at it and saying, "I understand that people will see that I am like." Old and how old is Trump compared to Bernie Sanders? I mean, all right, give me a second. Let me just do some. But do you not think that um, he would? Uh, sorry, okay. Let me let me just. 
All right, I'm going to... Donald Trump is 73, and Bernie Sanders, kitty cat be quiet, is 78. So do you not think that he would say, um, hey, yes, ooh, you're you're starting to hear it now. Do you not think that he would say, I am looking to ensure a more progressive nation. I will only take four years and install a progressive champion as my vice president to carry on the legacy that I am looking to uphold. You don't think that's like a that's like a thing that maybe some of him maybe him and some of his supporters looking for? No. Definitely not any of his supporters. <laughs> and they're like, he can do this when he's 106. Yeah. And I don't really think him either. I, I just don't. Really? I really don't. I I see this for Biden as a solution to a problem Biden has. I don't really think What's the problem Biden has? What do you think it is? What problem do you think exists in the Biden campaign right now? What part of the Biden campaign do you think is dealing with stuff? Do you think why? (laughs) You're good. I'm like, why is she not answering? I wanted to see how long you would keep asking that. Oh, I could have. I was gonna ask that question in sixteen thousand different ways. Um, no, I see what you're saying. I just think that... And I, I'm adamant. Like, you don't, you seem to be... Diff- I don't... I really don't I think seem to people... What? You seem to disagree. I don't, really don't think people are changing their primary vote because of this. I disagree. I think it's I do all, disagree. I do because, think it's a tool for the general. Because I think that there... For example, when it comes to Biden specifically, I think there are some people that are flirting with, that, flirting with Pete Buttigieg because he's a younger... Uh, he's a younger center left, uh, you know, candidate, and they're looking for a center left candidate that's going to win. Biden is one that could possibly win. It might help people with the choice of going to him as after their candidate drops out. That's the only really thing I think. So you don't so think if that Pete any, drops out, they might be like, "Well, that, Biden said he only." You don't think that one. any Buttigieg supporters are going to look at this and go. Well, hang on. That's what I was looking for. Not because of just this. No. Not at all. Well, we will. We will. We will. We will see. Um. What? What are you, a cartoon character? A no. wheel, wheel, a will. We will. We will see. Okay. One, I'm not foghorn. <laughs> yeah, that's what you were doing. Two, I was doing it like a radio host. We will. We will. We will see. Okay. All right. Yeah, no, you're being a real weirdo. Um, uh-huh. Let's end this mercifully on the uh, upcoming debates. We are having a, a debate in December, December 19th, um, hosted by P- the PBS NewsHour slash Politico slash Chick-fil-A slash... <laughs> <laughs> Where is it? Um, I don't know. I didn't look that up. No. And I actually, that's not true. I looked it up, didn't write it down. Um, it feels a little relevant. Yeah, I think it is relevant. <laughs> Why don't you do some goddamn research for this? There's a cat on my phone. Oh, oh, Christmas. 
Well, there's a cat on your fucking phone. It... Huh. Okay. You son of a bitch. It is in... Hopefully, I hope I'm right. Los Angeles. Um, at... Uh, Loyola Marymount. Loyola Marymount. Shut no. You don't... You do not get to fucking say where it is. Um, Loyola Marymount University uh, in Los Angeles. Um, PBS and Politico. That should be interesting. They haven't hosted one before, have they? No, I don't think so. Wow. Also, weird, weird coupling for me. Yeah, that seems a little weird. Weird coupling for me. Um, there have been eight candidates to qualify for the debate. Tell me who they are. Oh, all of them? Yes. All right. Biden. Yes. Bernie. Yes. Buttigieg. Yes. Uh, Klobuchar. Yes. Warren. Yes. Harris. Yep. Yang. Yep. His name was Steyer. Oh, he was the I, was, I don't think I was going to yeah, get yeah, there. Yeah, I don't think you were either. That's why I popped in there. So eight candidates have qualified. Seven will be on the stage um, as Harris has dropped out, much to my dismay. Um, uh, so let's start with there's currently an interesting um, labor dispute that is happening there um, between Sodexo and the labor union um, for workers um, for on-campus uh, 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 eating. Support Sorry. staff, right? Support staff. Thank you. The, the, the cashiers, the service staff, maybe. Yes, it was. It was, yeah, it was mostly employees. it was service staff. I and I'm trying to. I'm I'm gonna pull that up real quick just Food to make sure. It was Unite Here Local 11 that represent 150 cashiers, cooks, dishwashers, and servers at the university. Mm-hmm. I apologize. I couldn't, I was trying to do it offhand, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I am drunk and can't remember. Yeah, um, yeah. So uh, there is an issue there with um, their they're collective. striking, right? Their strike, they're, well, they're, they have not reached an elect, a collective bargaining agreement, mm-hmm. um, which is triggering a strike, which... The, uh, which some Democratic candidates, i.e. Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders, have said they will not cross the picket line. Yeah. So you are you are looking at possibly seeing two of your top-tier candidates not being at the debate. Yeah. So let's start there. Do you think it serves, um, you know, others like Buttigieg, like... Uh, Biden, or more specifically, like Klobuchar or Yang, like lower t- lower tier candidates, to be there and get the national exposure, or do you think that it helps more for the left side to see uh, Democrats holding and standing strong with um, union workers? Um, I kind of think it's good for all involved. Yeah, I think they'll No, be- no, hang on, hang on. Oh, okay. Oh, you think both sides can benefit from Yeah, like, definitely. First of all, having the two liberalist people on the stage gone will <laughs> kind of everybody else and Yang gets to... I guess Steyer's fair, like, more progressive than... Yeah. Steyer and Yang are more progressive, but they're not as prominent as Warren and Bernie, so... I think it'll just be easier for everybody else to kind of get along. I have questions about what 
about Yang's progressivism and more like I think he has like a like a I don't want to say one track mind, but like a one track. Well, mind. he certainly does, but yeah, but it, it's so, a very progressive value. But yeah. I think other than that, you can probably sway him on other things. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would be good for the remaining candidates up there. First of all, to get more time, probably more opportunity to highlight and less pushback on their beliefs. So be great for them and i do think it's a good move for warren and bernie um i think it looks good but i'm coming from a union perspective so i don't know exactly what someone who's not real big on unions would feel about that if they would i but i feel like if you're not real big on unions you're probably not supporting bernie and warren i don't know see here's the thing i think that you've i've seen a lot of like unions that support center center left candidates rather yeah. than far left candidates or like you know candidates further to the left, yeah. um, which uh, again I'm in for the uh, like I'm fine like however I think that it's it's very um, interesting to see uh, you know two candidates decide. This is, we're like a month-ish away from Iowa. Mm -hmm. A month-ish away from a thing that neither of us are leading in. And we're willing to um, put our love for um, labor unions on the line. Yeah. For, uh, against what will possibly, could possibly end up being our demise. Mm -hmm. I I, I, I say that I, I support that and that puts them in much higher regard than the people that are going to take the stage. And, yeah. and and I think another thing that's interesting is these are the people that are going to take the stage. The people that are going to take the stage are the, the already center-left candidates that no one thought would make this gesture. Yeah. Like, no one thought Joe Biden's going to, you know, take the night off for... A li- and and it, it just... It, it, puts up, like, this weird situation where, um, like, I truly do believe that, like, the, the, the most left candidates tend to favor a stronger labor union, mm-hmm. but for some reason, center-left candidates do better in, in some regards. And it's, it's because of the blue-collar worker thing. Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Uh, they're more palatable to the quote-unquote blue-collar workers. And I think unions understand that they represent a pretty broad group of people. It's easier to sell a candidate like Joe Biden than Elizabeth Warren or Bernie Sanders. So... I think that's, I'd say that's what that's about. I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, what do you think some of the key debate points might be? Fuck, I don't know. What do you think that, what do you, what are the, okay, let's do another one. What do you think, um, what are some of the, uh, conflicts that might come up? I can think of one. Uh, Isn't there like a fight between Warren and Buttigieg? Yep, I was gonna say the transparency argument between Warren and Buttigieg, um, Regarding uh, their work in the private sector, um, <laughs> Buttigieg worked. Uh, Buttigieg worked for a private firm 
Um, and Warren, as a professor, also moonlighted as a uh, as a lawyer, as a lawyer yeah. for. So I just like who fucking cares? Why is that? A progressives thing? do. So what if they made money? Like I, I just I don't know. Seems like a stupid thing to. Let me ask you a different question. What do you think? <laughs> what do you think the uh, differences from difference will be in the in the in the debate? Uh, what do you think the difference going to be with the people that aren't on the stage? What do you think we're missing out on? The left, <laughs> progressive views. Yeah, there, there's just not going to be pushback. They can talk about how Medicare for all is garbage, and nobody's going to disagree. And like, except Yang. Uh, well, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm talking about if 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 Warren and Bernie are still on the stage. I'm talking. Oh. About, yeah, I'm I thought about, you literally just my, said, "What are you missing?" My apologies. I meant, what are we missing for the people that didn't qualify? Oh. What are we missing from the likes POCs. of Harris? What are we looking for the likes of uh, Castro? I just picked the two people I like the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like people of color. Yang is the only person of color who made this debate, so we're losing that perspective for sure. Yeah. I think that's the most important part. I think that's very. I think that's very fair. I mean, the Democrat- I mean, the last the last few debates, Booker and Harris have brought uh, important perspectives on issues affecting people of color. Yeah, it's it's frustrating when their questions about people of color are directed at like Biden and stuff like that, but then they were able to, you know, say, hey, let me fucking talk about it. So Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think that you're we do miss a large uh <laughs> we miss a large um block of the Democratic Party, actually. Like, we're missing a, you know, a large block of of, uh, African-American voters, Hispanic voters. Like, we'll kind of talk past them, except in this case, Biden has a... (laughs) Except Biden has a a large handle on African-American support. Um... I don't think it'll really have an effect on, like, I, I think it's an important perspective that we're missing, but I don't think it affects, like, the turnout of the vote or, you know, like, that sort of thing. Wait, what? You, like you said, the black vote is already behind Biden. Like, whoa, I don't, I don't know. This is... I said he has a large... <laughs> yeah. Whoa, whoa. Hang uh-huh. on. I didn't say it's behind him, it's over. That's not how I said it. I want to make sure that's fucking clear. <laughs> yeah, I just, it's probably, to say it in a really pessimistic and depressing way, it's what they're used to, not being represented by their government. You know, like, I don't think they won't come out and vote against Trump because of it. It's definitely unfortunate, but, I mean, I guess this is what we're doing. We're playing it safe, so... Get off the stage, you unsafe people. You're putting some you're putting some quotes up. What what do those quotes mean? Electability. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for saying it louder. You used the Jim Jordan tact and that actually worked for me. Mm-hmm. Um 
Does there, is there anything in the debate that you're hopeful to hear? Hopeful? No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No. I, I was really I'm trying done. to end this on like a nice... No, I'm done being hopeful that they'll have substantive conversations about important issues. You don't think that they've ever had a substantive conversation about an important issue? They've had substantive conversations about healthcare. That's, oh, which is important, important, right? Yeah, sure, it's not anymore. Hang on, you said, yeah, sure, and you said it's not anymore? <laughs> not the distinctions they make. I don't think it's substantive anymore. They're not, they're not actually, t- it's, it's not, it's just, just stupid distinctions between, oh, my plan will cover 120 million, and your plan will cover 88 million, and... My plan will cover that everyone. That what you just said, which I don't do math well, sounds like about f- around 35 to 40 million. Nobody cares. They don't care. They're trying to be safe I, with their choices. That's the center left. They're going to be the ones elected. They'll do whatever safe shit they want to do. Jesus. It doesn't matter. Okay. All right. So you're starting to sound like some of the people I've heard you complain about. So what do let's, you mean? Well, you're, you're now just going... Whatever. The center left is like, whatever. They're going to do like, whatever. But, like, you were with Hillary on the last roundabout. Yeah, I was wrong. I've admitted that multiple times. Okay. Who is your... You're, you're right now, still, you're like Warren, yes. right? Yeah. Warren is your candidate. Yes. She is... But let's, let's talk about it. Why is she a better candidate than Bernie, who has been essentially... The father of modern progressivism. Sure. I just think her plans that she's come out with have been very substantive and detailed. Has, have his not? I don't hear about his plans. I do just you hear, think, do you think that's I just a hear problem? I wrote the damn bill. Okay, all right. I'll, I'll um, give you that. Again. That's actually a good point for yeah. you. Because uh, uh, I swear to God, if I hear that one more time, ugh. Also, I don't like... Bernie Sanders supporters. Oh, no. And I don't like Bernie that much. Oh, man. All right, we're going to call it, guys. (laughs) Thank you all for listening. (laughs) Oof. Oof, oof, oof. Thank you all for listening to this podcast. Um, Katrina, you have anything to promote? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all so much. I did, I'm like, I'm like, that'd be funny. I'll be appearing on some podcasts, like, later. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I'll tell you, you know, when I'm there, when I'm then. When you know what it is and where it is. I know, look, I know what podcasts I'm gonna appear on. I don't know when I'm gonna appear on them. I just might not know all of it right now, Mm -hmm. but I'll be there. Mm -hmm. And you just bet your bottom dollar I'll be there. Thanks, everybody, for listening this week. Um, We'll see you next week um, for our debate episode. Uh, Listen to Getting Blitzed. It's another podcast I do. Uh, Thank you all. Have a good night and cheers. Cheers.